episodes. This is part two. Part boo. <laughs> Hello there, everybody. Welcome to Movies Are Real. Part two of our October, uh, October 2023 podcast. Uh, I'm George. Hello. Um, Ryan, I'm here with Ryan Lance. Ryan, what's up? You know, George, I was I was worried you weren't going to tie it home with that intro. <laughs> Thank but, you. <laughs> but my God, you, you really brought it home. Uh-huh. Speaking of bringing it home, uh, there's a trailer for there's a trailer for Little Nicky on the TV right now, and that's offensive. <laughs> and it's Carrie. What's up? I have never seen Little Nicky. Don't. But uh, <laughs> that's what I've heard. I think I've heard a rant or two from Ryan about the film okay. Little Nicky. It's a gross yeah, movie. No, it's it's mostly like because like there's that disgusting like Popeye's, Popeye's chicken, chicken ad, uh-huh. and like at the end they like are eating Popeye's chicken and like. It looks disgusting. It's the grossest thing ever. They're having these gross demons with like horrible makeup eat this gross chicken. So now to this day, I cannot eat Popeye's chicken. So well, there was def- like, I'm definitely not watching this because I love Popeye's. Remember, yeah, remember that, like Popeye's chicken sandwich fiasco like oh a few God, years ago? Yes, yes. That was like the whole time. I was like, people are going crazy over the little like in Little Nicky, chicken. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it just, I don't know. That sandwich is too much for me. Anyways, <laughs> uh, yes, this is our second part of October. Last episode, we talked about uh, the movies of the month of September, and then we started talking about the movies of October once because there's a, I, I had a feeling there's going to be a shit ton of movies to talk about in October, and I also just wanted to get it done so we're not so late, <laughs> and because I, we, I wanted to get my thoughts on X, just believe her. <laughs> yeah. Before you forgot about Before it Before I forgot about it completely. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we got movies to talk about today, such as Evil Lurks, Anatomy of Fall, The Killer, a lot of stuff on here. Um, such as Totally Killer. Also, it's October, so spooky, you know, whatever, whatever. Totally Killer! Uh, this is an Amazon Prime horror film. That's yes. all I know about it. I've seen the poster. Um, I think I, I looked up something that was also interesting about this movie. I believe I'm the only one who's seen this. So basically, this, uh, this movie is essentially... Uh, the Final Girls, that movie. Um, oh, it, it takes place in you know this town, and they had this you know killing that happened a few years ago, and the main character who is um, wait, this is literally just the Final Girls. It's literally just the Final Girls. Huh. Yes. Um, so this is the this movie the movie I saw the director of the Final Girls quote to me like didn't I just didn't I make this movie already? I believe that is, <laughs> I believe that is what happened. Yes. <laughs> So uh, the main character, who is Sabrina from that um, cool, sexy Sabrina, it's dark show on Netflix. Um, her mom was like friends with the girls who got murdered, and then suddenly the killer comes back and kills her. And her friend made a time machine, <laughs> and she goes in the time machine, and she goes back in time uh, but to try to stop the killer. So a little more far-fetched the than the final girl. Oh, yeah, no, it's absurd. Like, okay. the girl's like, yeah, for the science fair, I made a time machine. <laughs> and, like, it's like, okay, that's... It's a very, like, ton-in-cheek, so, like, I can kind of forgive it. Um, but it is pretty much that movie, and... Yeah, it's... it. I think it's a little forgettable. I think it's, like, a fun, like, nice, quick 90-minute kind of thing if you're looking for, like, a horror comedy type thing i don't want to get too into it mostly because like there's not like a whole lot to say about it i assume you'd recommend the final girls over this it's been so long since i've seen the final girls i think the final girls does more with that like friday the 13th it's got heart and also i really like that bit at the beginning where 
they're walking and like the kids come by and then 89 minutes later they come by again then it's like huh why did they why did that happen and then 89 minutes later it's like okay now i think we're in the movie mm-hmm. um i think that was a great bit to start off with um so yeah i think final girls is probably the better one of this but i it's been so long it's got uh what's her name the farmiga Thaisa dog Taisa farmiga she's not the nun wait no, <laughs> no, no. she's a nun she's <laughs> a nun it's got a, a nun, nun. A nun. <laughs> um all right, cool. Well, then maybe I'll rewatch the final girls. Instead. I've been thinking about it. It's staring at me right in the face oh, across yeah. from you, Ryan. Yeah. I have it on Blu-ray, yes. It's on the second shelf right there. Yeah, I still haven't watched that one, but I do have George's old DVD of it. That's true, because <laughs> I upgraded to Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And George was like, I don't need these crap-ass DVDs anymore. And I was like, <laughs> oh, it's got Omaha's, uh, Omaha's Adam Devine. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And Thomas Middleditch. I, I forgot he was in this. Yeah, he's in that. Uh, anyways, Final <laughs> Girls, check it out. <laughs> uh, no, Totally Killer, uh, whatever. It's on Amazon. You can watch two Do movies. Do what you will. Uh, Why would you watch two movies? Why would you stop there? <laughs> uh, Dick's the Musical is the next movie on this list, folks. This is a wacky musical produced uh, by A24. Um, these are the directors of films such as Bruno and Borat and The Dictator. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Bruno. Bruno's so funny. Bruno's very funny. <laughs> Uh, continues to be fun. Uh, it's less offensive than Borat, I think. I think Bruno, I have a lot more fun, but you know, it is what it is, you know? Anyways, yo man, fuck man, welcome to I still say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Nathan Lane's in this. I didn't see it. Uh, Carrie, Ryan, you saw this. You Carrie, what, uh, what, what, what does he say about this? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you've seen the movie The Parent Trap before. Yes, it's that. Similar. <laughs> oh, it's that. It is just that. <laughs> it is similar. <laughs> but it's two dudes, is it? It's yeah. It's two two identical fucking twins, and uh, they happen upon each other because they both wind up working for the same company, which is a company that sells Zumba parts. No, it's like something like that. It's like a Roomba knockoff. Oh, But they don't sell Roombas. They They only sell the parts. They sell sell little wheels, little brushes. Honestly, that's very nice. (laughs) I'd buy buy a box of of those. See? You need this company. And they're both the top competing salesmen at this this, uh, brand. And then they find each other and have the whole scene where they realize, oh my God, we're brothers. We have to get our parents back together so that we can be a family. So they switch places and try and trick their parents into going out to dinner with each other. And it's hilarious. (laughs) I had a great time. How much Megan Thee Stallion is actually in this film? Not a ton. She's got like one song where she's the feature and then she's she's like the the CEO of the Mm -hmm. Little Brush Company. So she's not in it a whole bunch, but she's got a couple scenes. Okay. But I think Nathan Lane is the star of the film. He's the, as usual. Yeah. He's, he's incredible, and uh, I just really enjoyed it because, uh, as the movie tells you at the beginning, it's uh, our two leads are two gay men who are boldly and bravely playing straight men, <laughs> and it's just them being. So such heightened, such silly caricatures of misogynistic straight assholes, and it's just having the best time with it, and it does not mind being the most obnoxious, stupidest thing in the room, and it's proud of that fact. Mm. And I vibed with it, and it's one of those where uh, you'll know immediately whether you vibe with it or not. Mm-hmm. I'd say, mm-hmm. Ryan, what'd you think of this? Huh? I did not like this. 
<laughs> at least as much as Carrie. Um, I, 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 there was definitely a lot of parts I, I laughed at. Um, I think Nathan Lane also still was the hardest working person in this movie. Um, especially judging by the stuff they made his character do. I'd love to be in the room with his agent, to like, like reading the script to him for uh, that one song. I, I will say, like, there is a blooper reel over the credits, which thank God we're we're back. But uh, some of the best parts of the movie is just watching Nathan Lane in the bloopers at the end, being like, "What the fuck am I doing?" In this movie? <laughs> but uh, for my my main issue with this movie is I feel like they're like everyone it feels like they're trying to be like out wacky each other and there's no one to like there's no like grounded character straight man yeah there's no straight (laughs) man in this game the only guy who will go to the biggest gayest movie ever like hey where's the straight man (laughs) (laughs) i'm getting a little lost i'm getting a lot (laughs) but like i feel like you need someone in in like especially a heightened like ridiculous thing to be like this is this is just weird you know and like there's parts where like you know the sewer boy thing where the twin is acting like that character for that and that's what made that that song and that bit work okay at least someone is like acknowledging how weird this is but for the most part it's just people just being like oh i'm gonna do a wacky bit too and that just doesn't that just doesn't do it for me it just feels like you know um teens riffing and improv but like the teacher's gone so they're allowed to talk about dicks and farts and cum and like that's fine but i feel like you need a bit more than that no oh no <laughs> at least for me i need substance in my movie well, excuse yeah. it was me well because at its heart it's a really stupid really raunchy dumbass comedy but it's like it feels a little deeper than that to me, just from the nuance of all of the queer people involved with it. Yeah. It's just a big production and it's hilarious. And so it's like, I don't know, it's almost like tongue in cheek, like, yeah, very stupid, easy joke, but it's funnier because we have all of this weird ass <laughs> deep shit behind it. Yeah, it, it makes sense when like Nathan Lane is doing it, but like if you don't know who Nathan Lane is, then it's just like, okay, who's this guy talking <laughs> about these guys? Um, no, and then I, I just it. felt like, you know, at, and then after they got together and then like there's that big ending thing ending song i really didn't like that i thought that was i thought it was funny i just felt like that song was i felt like it was trying to make like fox news mad like that's generally like okay that there's only two lines to this song and i can tell that they want to make people mad to talk about the movie at least that's how i thought felt and it just wasn't like I don't know. I took it as jovial queer anarchy. No, and which I, is my favorite I, genre. I, I like that. I like queer anarchy, but this, but this just didn't do anything for me. And I and I don't know. I mean, that's okay, Ryan. I understand. I, it, well, it also helps that I fully expected to hate this movie because the trailers were so yeah annoying. abrasive. I was kind <laughs> yeah, of... it's very abrasive. And then I watched it and I was like, oh, I see. <laughs> I, I, my favorite thing though is when the movie ended before I said anything. Carrie just started to be like. Right, I don't want to hear a word out of your mouth except for that was the greatest fucking movie ever made. And I was like, I'll be quiet. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I I might be a bit of an asshole sometimes. (laughs) 
but it's true. That movie's a masterpiece. And I could I, I know Ryan very well. I've watched a lot of movies with Ryan and I can tell when he doesn't like a movie. So I like parts of it. No, yeah, but yeah. We've had this experience several times where we're watching something and I'm dying laughing the entire time and you're just sitting there for most of it. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> it feels like that the boys me of the guy like watching the movie trailer just like all like cold dead inside. Next to you just like, oh my fucking god. Masterpiece. But yeah, I think this movie is hilarious and I think... Even if you don't like it, it's short. <laughs> so it is short. It has I'll that going that. for it. <laughs> uh, so this film, uh, I'm looking at an article from Deadline that said, uh, Dick's posed to take over the box office because as 824 movies, they usually have a limited release to build up the hype. Mm-hmm. Made had a strong uh, box office, but it has... At a, at a total box office of one million dollars, oh, no. it is uh, yo yo. No, I surely mean, Megan the Stallion's check was at least a million dollars. I don't know, <laughs> or maybe she's really believed in it. Um, yeah, uh, I just so. feel like that's another thing of like you know you can't you can't really market a movie right now. I mean, I guess that's true, but also like well, usually I think eighty four movies like. I don't know. I guess I was gonna say live off their trailer, but the Bow is afraid did not do well either. No. So I don't know anything about movies, but uh, I got some. I was, this was a hard one to market. All the, all the dicks movies are suffering. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the first, maybe, hopefully not the last musical from A24. Uh, I cannot wait to watch this movie again. Dicks the musical. <laughs> Such a fun time. Uh, totally different, as I understand, uh, is When Evil Lurks. <laughs> this is very different. Uh, this is a Spanish horror film. I'm not sure if it's Latin American or actually from Spain, I think. I it's believe it's Argentina. Argentina, so, okay. Yeah. Uh, this movie's on Shudder. Had a limited release. I know nothing other than that. It's very popular on Letterboxd. It's been like... Oh, uh, the director of uh, Terror? terrified yeah, yeah yeah i've seen that spooky cover art that's it yeah i meant to rewatch that movie but i didn't get a chance to but yeah this movie is basically about these two guys who are living in this weird kind of alternate i don't even know if you would call it post-apocalypse it's like a weird future where people are possessed but it spreads like a disease so it's kind of like almost a zombie-ish movie mm-hmm. but it's it's people getting infected with being sickness with demons and yada yada and there is this one infected who is going to give birth to evil and they have to try and figure out how to <laughs> try stop and that. stop that <laughs> but yeah it's basically our our main guy going from horrible thing to horrible thing and everything's going wrong and everyone is miserable. Mm. <laughs> it's very brutal and it's uh, a, fo- a movie that I really enjoyed and I thought it was very unique in its ideas and its brutality. <laughs> I, didn't, uh, I didn't like appreciate it as much as you, but I, well, I didn't, I didn't like, it didn't drive with me much, but I really appreciate what it did just because like it's so... It just kind of like hops you in. It doesn't do a whole lot mm-hmm. of like a. Uh, back in the day, there was. It there all was, changed with the virus. Yeah, yeah exactly. The There's none thing. of that. Um, so you just kind of have to figure out like what exactly is going on, and sometimes that can feel a little frustrating. But 
Especially when, like, some... It feels like some characters aren't really taking it seriously. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do, like, when the demon possession rotten stuff happens, like, it just gets brutal and weird. So gross. And just (laughs) nonsensical. Um, Especially towards the third act. I had no idea. Maybe I was tired because it was, like, midnight. But I (laughs) got completely lost when they got, like, to the school and it's, like... Oh, what's going on? It's like I don't know. Why are you know, asking me? This is what you movies ask you. If you know what's going on, just tell me. Okay, I saw reviews like from people on Letterboxd, like kind of all over the place with this movie. So I couldn't read. Like, is this a good movie? But yeah, it feels like I, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. It's very unique. Okay, I think yeah. Right. I mean, even if uh, even if you don't think the movie delivers story wise or anything, it has. As people who watch a lot of horror, it's fun to watch okay. something that is Different. like that is like haven't seen this before. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen this before, <laughs> and like I feel like for like a, a low budget foreign film, the effects and practicality, especially yeah. especially that one weird guy, was very oh, good. He, he looked, looked amazing. He looked awful <laughs> in, in the best ways. He looked. Yo, I don't know if he was. Pos- I don't. I'm still not sure if he was possessed or not, but okay. he needed to be taken out. <laughs> All right, yeah, I still have Shatter for a bit. Very cool I'll stuff. watch this. Okay, that's. Uh, I almost said Anatomy of Fall. That's when evil <laughs> lurks. Um, that's on Shutter. Speaking of another thing on Shutter, but not yet actually. It's proposed, produced by Shutter, but I think it's coming out way later. Uh, is Suitable Flesh. Uh, from Joe Lynch. Uh, what does he make? Did, it, did he do anything? No, I'm gonna look this up. Uh, didn't he do like an ABCs of Death or something? I mean, who I did? Hell hasn't done an ABCs I mean, of Death. Fair enough. They, I'm they just trying to 24 guys. Like, statistically, I clicked, I clicked on his director name on Letterbox and I did not recognize most of his stuff. Yeah, never mind. I don't recognize anything. I don't know why I thought that, but yeah. Um, I think it's because the trailer gives his name a shout out and i was like should i know who this person is joe lynch oh uh so yeah so oh, i think this the mayhem movie was pretty popular people oh liked that yeah movie mayhem. a lot, a lot yeah. of people watched oh that one. neat um yes yeah, so this is we got heather graham we got barbara crampton of reanimator fame uh carrie's wearing a reanimator shirt right hey, now hey baby um and from beyond i think that's mm-hmm. that other movie is called um so this is sort of another H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, I don't know what story this is pulling from or what. I think the credits said what story it was, but I don't know. I don't this is an interpretation of an H.P. Lovecraft story. Um, we got uh, Heather Graham. She's a, a therapist. And then a, a client comes through. He's a little weird, a little different, a little <laughs> crazy. Um, and then some spooky stuff happens. Uh, and Barbara Crampton is also a doctor. And she's and Heather Graham's like, man, some crazy stuff's happening. Barbara Crampton is like, you're crazy. Don't worry about it. Um, Barbara Crampton's like a cool doctor. She's a doctor who vapes. Who vapes a lot. Uh, but this is a but overall, this is a weird possession H.P. Lovecraft movie. Uh, so you know, horrors beyond your imagination. Not a lot of um, you won't eat if uh, not a lot of weird tongues. Not a lot of that stuff. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's very horny though um oh oh yes <laughs> so you guys saw so once you guys saw this at a mystery screening right yeah it was early no context. and mystery yeah they were gonna do like a double screening um both 
you know, mysteries. And the first one was going to be the Ollie Tolson. Like, it's a movie that no one is. It's not premiered at Tribeca Film Fest, and no one has seen it except yes. the people who watched it at Tribeca Film Fest. And it was suitable flesh. And I was like, I saw that on a list of movies once. <laughs> and then afterwards, they played Reanimator, which I'd never seen. And before. I was like, Hell yeah! Oh, the crowd was. <laughs> That's so what excited. I was disappointed when I saw. It. I was like, Ah, oh, fuck! I would love that. That's it great. was awesome. That's a crowd pleaser. I almost sure. wore a Reanimator shirt to that as well. That would have been. <laughs> that would have been nice. <laughs> um, so yeah, this I guess again both H.P. Lovecraft's uh, sort of stories. Um, I don't know where to start with this movie. So this movie very much is trying to go for sort of a, a vibe of a horror movie, something like a weird VHS that like mm-hmm. really goes out there and is just kind of just off the wall, sort of what Reanimator was back in the day, and when it's gore and fucking craziness of a decapitated head and maybe going down on Barbara Crampton, uh, who can say? Um, but, like, that's sort of stuff. Um, in it, Barbara Crampton, again, she's in it. She produced it. So, again, they're like, we're going to try and do, like, a sort of, like, a reanimator sort of from beyond sort of dealy. Um, and for me, this movie just didn't work. I don't know. It's just... I get what you're going for, but it's just, you're not hidden. Yeah, uh, I thought it was okay. It's it, fun. It was, it's it was funny. It had some fun parts, but th- there was just something about, I don't know if it was the way it was presented or just the some of the acting. I was just like, I can't get into this one. Yeah, I was like, Heather Graham, way. you've been in a lot of movies, <laughs> and I feel like this is your first movie. Yeah. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Because, um, like, I love cheap, weird movies, but sometimes they just don't gel in the right way. And yeah. this just felt too cheap and too weird. Well, not too weird, but just a little too, too old hokey it, it, for it me. It feels too much like a Shudder original yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like, yeah. this is, like, like, a template. I don't know. And then also, like, there's so much, like, raw dog <laughs> Fucking. And it's like, it goes on for so long. And it's like... Why are we doing this so much? Like I, I don't get it. I like. I mean, it's an important thing. Were we really the, padding? The, were we really padding for that time? The sex is a is a big part of the the whole thing here. I guess. Did do we need? It's a horny demon. I, I don't know, know it's a horny demon, but I feel like there was more sex There's in a horny this demon, than Fifty listen. Shades. <laughs> um. But I think, also starring a horny demon. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but I think this movie did have some like creative stuff with it, like the like the car kill. Kind oh my of god, thing. I forgot about that. That, yeah, that was, was very amazing. fun, <laughs> and there was some interesting like camera stuff. Um, I think when they let Heather Graham go off, it's fun. But most of the movie is her pretending to be like uh, is, she's acting as a therapist, and I just don't buy her as this cool, calm, collected person. When she's possessed by the demon just going crazy, that's fun. Right. But we don't get a lot of that. Yeah. And even when we do have a lot of it's I don't know. There's just something I can't buy into. I couldn't buy into this for some reason. I'm, yeah. saying, I'm not connecting with your character. I don't know. This, I don't her husband, I'm so sorry, Je- sir. One of the worst acting performances <laughs> I have ever seen. In... It's been a while. It, it was like, this is horrible. This is awful. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm kidding. I, my favorite thing is her phone background is a picture of her husband holding a fish. Oh, yeah. That was That's so funny. funny. 
thought that was so it's like funny. this guy has never held a fish <laughs> no. in his whole fucking life. Like that's the other thing. I think the thing is was like she's just normal and like prim and proper. Then she's like, I'm gonna cut you while I fuck you. <laughs> I think that's sort of like she's just like a normal lady, and I don't know why. I just couldn't. I don't know. Mainly because I know Heather Graham in a lot of roles that she's been sexualized, I think. Mm. And Austin Powers, and The Hangover. Mm. Um, I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's not that long. There's not, it's not bad. It's just, whatever. You might like it a lot. I don't know, <laughs> listener. I think of, like, Shutter Originals, it's probably one of the better ones, but not like a... You see, there's a lot of good... There's an I'd Academy Award nominating <laughs> Shudder original with Eli Arona. I think oh, that's this true. is mid-Shudder. Well, I feel like <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that comes out on Shudder. Sure, there's Prevenge like, or whatever the hell. Yeah, there's just like... Whenever I go to Walmart, I look at the movie. Children of the Corn, the third oh, remake. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, whenever you go to Walmart and look at their DVD section, it's all Shudder originals now. Mm. And it's just like, what is this movie? <laughs> this isn't a real movie that exists. Scammer rank, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> no one knows what this means. Why won't anyone tell me? <laughs> I saw a Blu-ray of Skidamarink at Half Price Books, and oh, I was yeah. like, mm, maybe, and I picked it up, and it was $14. I was like, hell no. That's yeah, totally I was like, I was like uh, I'm not paying over $10 for Skidamarink. <laughs> yeah, you're not a big fan of that one. Not as much as everyone else seems to yeah. be. So yeah, anyways, that's Suitable Flesh. Uh, if you like... I'm sorry, I keep dogging on this movie. Okay, I love trashy, smutty horror. I love it, and... None of this felt fun or sexy. It's not a sexy movie. That's the other thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I just, yeah. That didn't, didn't work on me either. It didn't stick the landing on any of the things it was going yeah, for. Yeah, none of it. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, that's Suitable Flesh. At some point, it'll be on Shutter, but I think I saw it in January, which is insane oh, to me. I'm like, man. what? Okay. We got the exclusive. I, exclusive. I will say, one of my favorite things is, me and Carrie both gave this movie, like, middle-aid reviews on Letterboxd, yeah. and the director liked both of yeah, our Joe reviews. Yeah, Joe Lynch is on there, yeah. And I, looked, and I looked at his thing, and he's liking people's reviews who gave it, like, very negative and very positive, and, like... I like that. That's, that's awesome. Nice. <laughs> it's good to, like, be interactive, but also, like, you know, appreciate the 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 more negative I would like to think also especially somebody who works uh, in video games as a creative thing where a lot of times the person's kind of just happy like I got to make it, dude. Like, I don't oh, know what to tell sure, you. Yeah. Someone paid me to do this thing. Yeah, and I you, did. Got, you got Heather Graham to do that <laughs> in a movie. And Barbara Crampton again. You yeah. got the animator lady. Like, yeah. So, it is what it is. Anyways. <clears throat> in very different uh, tonally, uh, Anatomy of a Fall. Uh... I don't know if this director has done anything noteworthy before this. I do not know sure. if this actress has done something and is well known as a as a, as a actress somewhere else, not in North America. I don't know, <laughs> but this movie is great. Uh, the Enemy of a Fall is a movie about um, uh, a, they're both writers, I guess, but uh, this lady's husband. Uh, mysteriously falls from the attic of the house and dies and they find the body and they're all like what happened how did he what happened um and the rest of the movie trying to figure out did she kill her husband did he kill himself um the kid was there but he doesn't know for sure what happened and yeah, the kid has like some partial blindness yes so it's a court and it comes to a courtroom drama yeah and it, yeah it because like the last like half of this is pretty much just courtroom, courtroom stuff. stuff. 
And also, I gotta say, uh, France, France. It's French, yeah, they're in France. French or are they in Germany? I can't remember. No, because she. It's a French movie. I know that. It's a French sure. movie, but I think she. No, no, she came from. I think Denmark or somewhere, okay. but she's German is her language, okay. and she's in France, okay. and they're speaking French. Okay, in that case, French lawyers. Yes. They need to get a different outfit. <laughs> Like one hundred percent. Like this is this is no it's very theatrical. This is no commentary on the movie itself. This is a commentary on French politics. <laughs> now they really need to fix that because, like, <laughs> when you're dressed like that and say like weird like biphobic stuff, like I cannot take you fucking seriously. It's it's fascinating. It's like again, it's like when people used to wear the fucking wigs. Oh yeah, and yeah. Was like, guys, you don't have to wear this anymore. It's like yeah. And then nobody told him, you don't have to wear the, the red cloak and the black cloak. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the whole movie. It's really much the audience trying to figure out, do you think she did it? Did she not? Um, she has reason to... They were they had a, a rough relationship. They had a fight right before this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, and it's just, she, she was dishonest about stuff. The kid has changed his stories right. a few times. Enough to again to throw like the jury in you as the, the yeah. viewer like, huh, well actually I don't yeah. know. It's also interesting, my, one of my favorite parts is when they're doing like some legal stuff, they have to go to the house and like throw a, <laughs> throw a dummy down from the exact angle to see how it would react. And it's like, listen, if your husband, let's say the husband committed suicide, so she knows that she didn't do it, Seeing people reenact that death at your house, that's crazy. <laughs> that's actually insane. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things where, like, you have to... Right, like, as soon as it happens, gotta, like... You gotta test it out. Yeah. You gotta well, see also, like, as happen. soon as the tragedy like that happens, like, well, gotta talk to the cops, gotta talk to yeah. lawyers, gotta talk to... Like, you don't really have... They don't really have a moment to mourn yeah. at all. Like, it's immediately, like... What happened here? What the investigation? I had to defend myself instead of grieve. Yeah, Yeah. and that's a very interesting thing. But yeah, I mean, that's the movie does. I think the the lead actress does a great job of like just like playing. Like I'm not really sure how to rate it or what to. If I would like, if I was a jury, I wouldn't like. I don't. I have no fucking clue, man. (laughs) Um, Yeah, this is great. This is probably this is definitely going to probably be in the Oscars probably for something. Yes, yes, they've been a lot better with nominating. You know, some not not just American films for best pictures. I mean, this will definitely be in like best foreign picture, yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's very good. This won the Palme d'Or, mm-hmm. which is always a good sign as well. So yeah, very good stuff. Mm-hmm. Would highly recommend. My only thing with this movie, and is the thing that so there's an ad- content oh. for this movie. Yes, yes, yes. there is Agreed. an adorable dog in this movie, and at a certain point, the dog gets uh, poisoned by a little kid. Temporarily. It, temporarily. But it really sucks to he, watch. It is very he, graphic. The dog makes it out okay. The dog does not get hurt, but... He did not come out unscathed. <laughs> he did not. Oh, no. Yes. It's it's very rough. And, and that fucked... I was, did not like that. But yeah. that's fine. But, uh, that was that was like, oh, please don't do this. This is not... France. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> you guys have had it too good for too long. This is, final straw yeah anatomy of fall check it out great use of 50 cent just remember <laughs> oh yeah that's right that was very weird 
The dog does make it out alive. <laughs> yes, that is a fact. That is Just a spoiler. Remember that. Um, okay. Anatomy of Fall. Um, Mank 2. Mank as well. Oh, no. The killer. Um, David Fincher. David Bincher, as you put in here. <laughs> I did not do that. I did that. You that was all here. here. I did not touch those this time around. Uh, that was a Carrie original. Yeah. <laughs> Him and Netflix are back. Uh, for a new production that is uh, sure to try and get an Oscar, uh, The Killer, uh, starring Michael Fassbender, Tilda Swinton. Uh, Ryan, are you the only one who saw this so I far? I believe I'm the only one who's seen this so okay. far. It's had a limited early release in October, and then it will be Again, on the fact that in order to be nominated for the Oscars, you have to have a theatrical release. <laughs> You've got to show it one place, yeah, one time, yeah. and then you're solid. Bank. But, <laughs> but this will be on Netflix, I think, um, in about... Uh, middle of November, but basically this stars as this has David Fincher as the killer. You never know his name. He is a professional. Assassin. Are you talking about Michael Fassbender though? David Fincher is a killer. Yes, uh, Michael yeah. Fassbender as the killer. Um, he is a professional assassin who specializes in killing high, just like one percenter type of people, um, and. It follows. It, it first follows him, like kind of getting ready to do like the big, a big kill. Um, and there's like some monologue of him, like going through why you know he considers himself good at the job, why people pay him as much as they do to do the job, and how he gets into the headspace before doing this. And that's very interesting. It very much felt like a, like a like a first chapter or like um, I think like a graphic novel kind of thing like internal dialogue thing very cool but something goes wrong he, he's someone that like you know that like he has thought everything through but something goes wrong in an unexpected way and then you kind of immediately see like so this is based off comic book this right? is all oh, that makes 100 percent sense but something goes wrong and he's being like oh fuck this has never happened before in my years of doing this so what do I do to, like, solve this fuck-up? Mm -hmm. um, and it's pretty good. It's not like, you know... I mean, it's the best David Fincher movie in nine years, but, you know, <laughs> what what was before then? Mank? That, <laughs> that Mank. doesn't count. It does not count. But it feels a lot more like a return to form, very character-driven, a great, um, you know, Michael Fassbender performance. It's been a minute since I've seen something from him. Yeah. My one main criticism of this is, um, and I think I've complained to you guys about this before, is like, there's some weird product placement in this movie. There's some McDonald's stuff um, where he has some McDonald's, and that's that's, that's, that's a problem. That, no, that's totally fine. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel like obvious. It just feels like he's getting food. But my problem is towards the end, there is the most bizarre Amazon Prime ad I have ever seen. <laughs> Because he needs something to to do a kill, and he orders it on Amazon Prime. You see, like the pop up of like the Prime Amazon Prime and him searching the thing he needs, <laughs> and then the next day he goes to one of those Prime delivery boxes and opens up the thing with his app, and then takes it out, and then he opens up and it has the Prime tape, but it's like. What the hell am I seeing? He turned to the camera and he's like, wow, that was so easy. That was so easy and quick for, for, a, for How a... convenient. And it's like, first of all, this is a... It's like a gun. <laughs> it's just a full gun. 
First off, this is a Netflix ad. This is a Netflix movie with an Amazon Prime ad. That's already Hilarious. a little weird. But it's just so like, you know, you think of David Fincher as like a Scorsese type, like, you know, cinema. I care about the 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 truth and honesty of cinema and having just like of such a blatant ad <laughs> is so fucking weird. Especially because like Netflix has the fucking this isn't an expensive movie. Like this isn't this isn't crazy. Why do we need an Amazon Prime ad? You have the money, Netflix. What the hell are you doing? Funny. <laughs> oh my god. That's a real David Bincher move. It is a David Bincher move. <laughs> um but I would recommend this movie. It is it is very good. Uh, very great performance. Uh, lots of cool style. Um, and hopefully he never <laughs> makes a movie like Make ever again. I recently discovered... Um, what's her name? Uh, I forget her name. But she works at Letterboxd, and she's got the number one review on Mank. Uh, oh. I don't know if this was before she got the job at Letterboxd, but is I got shot on my drive home from watching Mank, and Mank was still the worst part of my night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember that. That's very funny. Um, <laughs> Anyways, that's pretty good. Speaking of killers, killers of the flower moon, baby. So many killers this episode. Why not peace and love? You know what I'm saying, yeah, man? What the hell? One love. Uh, right? Yeah. You talk, yeah. Hey, is that an allusion to the Bob Marley biopic? Or it's the Raising Cane's. I was going to say, oh. Raising Cane's. I could really go for some Raising Can I Amazon Prime some Raising Cane's to George's? I house? got some great news. <laughs> Don't you mean the podcast studio, Carrie? I mean the podcast studio, but it's not where George lives. Yes, he's not looking at the podcast studio that we're renting. Oh, boy. Maybe a bad financial move on our part, but whatever. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, the next movie from Martin Scorsese, uh, based on the book of the same name, starring uh, Robert De Niro, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, and... um, Oh my god, is her name that on here and I just forgot? Lily Gladstone! I put her first, obviously. And Jesse Plemons. I put her and Jesse Plemons first before Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro. Uh, This is movies. See about these murders? (laughs) See what about them? So good. (laughs) Whoever made that, I've seen that trailer. It's one of my favorite trailers of the year. Like, whoever made that trailer is so good. Mm. Because that was a great call. Like, we're going to have a middle where you're just going to pop up and be like, oh shit. I saw the power I, of a character actor. I saw I saw a thing on, on the internet. There was a screen cap of like that thing. I was like, motherfuckers know when this man yeah, shows yeah, yeah. up in a movie, it's gonna be good. Yeah. <laughs> my, my favorite was someone posted the dark universe picture and it was like, Can you spot the wolves in this picture? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, because of Flower Moon. I have not seen it, so I'm so sorry. Movie based on the the murders that happened with the Osage tribe in Oklahoma. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know where to start with this. So much has been, much has been said about Marty. Marty's become sort of a, a, a internet punching bag with his, you know, dislike of Marvel movies. Oh, yeah. Even though what he said was a completely valid and not even... A, it wasn't even a negative thing. It's like, it's like a theme park. It's, He's it's entertainment. Right. That's what they are. They're That's they not cinema. Yeah. And at the time, I, even I was like, ah, come on, Marty, you're a very old man. <laughs> Whatever. So now this sweet old man who just loves movies has sort of become like this fucking crotchety old guy. TikTok. Exactly. Yeah. 
Again, again, you see that's like, why do you hate this guy? He's just, he's, <laughs> he's such a little sweetie. Yeah. And also, like, you look at, like, I feel like the people who like complain about that had, had no idea who Martin Scorsese was. They're just like, Maybe look at this old Street. man. I mean, that's true. It's like, it's like <laughs> why, would, your favorite movie? <laughs> why would an 80-year-old man who made, like, the most popular movies of the 70s, 80s, like Avengers Infinity War? Like, what's wrong with you if you would even... Yeah, that's cinema. Fucking idiot. Anyways. Idiot. So this is... So yes, as I mentioned, this is a movie chronicling the Osage murders that happened in Oklahoma. We have Leonardo DiCaprio playing the nephew of Robert De Niro, who has sort of this old-timey uh, guy who's sort of embedded himself in the community of the Osage. He's been here for decades and decades before there was oil. Uh, and they're going to make some big trouble. If you want to make trouble, make it big, not small, as he says. Um, and this just, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Like, this is just him making a movie like he always makes a movie, but it's just fucking great, in my opinion. Like, there's just such moments in this movie, like Robert De Niro just knows he's doing a Robert De Niro-ass performance. Again, like he says, it's like, we're going to make trouble, make big, not small. <laughs> that, that time's over. That time, like, it's just like the most, like, he's just playing this big over-the-top fucking evil character and Leonardo mm-hmm. DiCaprio is just being this... Ah! It just feels like something Martin Marty would do. And it just works so well for me. Like, there's nothing about this movie that is a, a big surprise. Again, like uh, like Robert De Niro says in this movie, like, you're expecting for all this bad... Like, all this bad stuff to go away. You know that doesn't happen anymore. Or something like, you, Prayer or something like that, he says. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know how this story goes. These people are going to get fucked. They're going to get murdered. They're going to get away for it, with it for a long time. They're eventually going to get caught. But at that point, look at all the bodies and all the horrible things they've done. There's no big twist. And I think it's still so fucking riveting to me. Mm-hmm. I loved this movie so much. It's my favorite movie of the year. Nice. Um, I don't know. This movie doesn't do anything new. It just does it so goddamn well. I think... The three hours did not feel that long to me. Uh, I was pretty riveted the whole time. Um, and Lily Gladstone's fantastic, obviously. I mean, this is... It sucks that the strike is happening right now. Not... For her personally, just because like, she can't do interviews, she can't... Like, she can't really relish in the moment of this movie. Um, and we'll see where we're at. Fucking... If they will wrap this up for the Academy Awards, but I don't fucking know. I mean, it's Marty, so... Yeah, Marty. Um, but yeah, I love this movie. I think, it, like I said, I think it's just shot beautifully. The soundtrack is inc- so good. It's such a simple soundtrack, but they everything just has so much tension. Even though I know how this shit's gonna go down, um, I was just riveted on the edge of my seat the whole time. But yeah, no. Carrie, what'd you think? Uh, I liked it a lot too. I don't think I liked it as passionately as you did, but it's it's one of those movies where, as I'm watching it, there's, like you said, there's nothing that's out of place or there's nothing that feels badly done. It's just uh, powerhouse on top of powerhouse, and all the powerhouses are coming together and make this insane movie. And Lily Gladstone is by far my favorite part of it. I think. Uh, all the trailers that are like she has the heart of the movie i completely agree <laughs> she she her emotional scenes are just like really hit me a lot and just the way that she's able to deliver everything that she does in this movie she's just so captivating and she's amazing and uh leonardo dicaprio is just <laughs> playing kind of a goofus and that's also funny but it's like a 
a sinister goofus. Just a pathetic. Very pathetic. pathetic. That's the word. He's pathetic as hell, and it's awesome. Yeah, just a fucking <laughs> piece of shit in the back of your boot. Just worm. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. now you're selling it to me. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, of the of the two atrocities of humankind movies that are very long that I've watched this year, this one's definitely better for me. The What's other the one other? being Oppenheimer. Oh. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I, yes, yeah, I 100% agree. I, prefer, I enjoyed this a lot more than Oppenheimer. Um, and it's much more of a, there's less, again, the, the there's not that many weaving relationships or timelines. It's all, it's all very, it's all very well done. The story is very understandable. There's not, Marty's not reinventing the wheel here. It's just really well done. Actually, no, I won't spoil the ending. The ending's, I love, I was like, this fucking guy right here, baby. This guy. Um, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else to like. I can. What other nice things I can say about this movie? Um, oh yeah. Uh, so I think a, a lot's been said, and I mean, it was hard for like, hey, Martin, you got the responsibility of telling these this horrible tragedy that has happened to these people. Uh, good luck, buddy. And mm-hmm. you know, in the, the perspective he went with was like, hey, Leonardo DiCaprio is. Kind of our main character, for so is Lily Gladstone, but it we're, we're, it's kind of it comes across as sympathetic to Leonardo DiCaprio's character, but I think it's more the fact that I it's clear that Lily Gladstone's character and the character that she played in this movie actually likes like a part of her actually loved the character like Leonardo DiCaprio's, and so that's why it hurts so much, and that's yeah. why like. Some reason again, we the audience know all the bad shit this guy's doing. Mm-hmm. She doesn't, and mm-hmm. she wants to hope that right. yeah. no, this is not him. But even though I think she knows, but she doesn't want to believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's just I think all that stuff is done so well. Um, yeah, I don't know. Cause of Fire pretty good movie. Good stuff. Check it out. <laughs> Marty still got it. I don't know how much more movies he's got in him. I'll tell you what. Uh, I almost want to watch The Irishman, but instead I'll watch Mean Streets or After Hours. <laughs> I, liked, I liked The Irishman, but I, I owe it a rewatch. But maybe I'll watch Silence. There um, we go. I've heard that. that or Shutter Island. Good. Um, I don't think I've seen. I think I've only seen The Irishman, Killers of the Flower Moon. Have I seen any of his other? Yeah, see Shutter Island. Mm-mm. I do uh-huh. not like Shutter Island. I remember no, that I was know, very mixed when it came out. I know what the bit is, so yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what the bit is. I think knowing the bit, I think that might be one of those movies where knowing the bit might, before you go into it, might, might be a benefit. It might be because like there's people. I don't know. It, it kind of depends on like people. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't seen any of these. I haven't seen. Wolf of Wall Street. I've seen Hugo. Seen... We saw Hugo. Oh yeah, that's true. We saw <laughs> you don't remember time. Hugo? <laughs> I forgot about Hugo. I, like Hugo. <laughs> I haven't seen The Departed. Uh, uh, yeah, so Hugo <laughs> and Killers of the Flower Moon and The Irish. Man. I will. That's my Scorsese. I want to buy uh, the Criterion and Mean Streets and After Hours during this Criterion sale. Oh, we'll nice. see how this goes. Um, anyways, uh, ricocheting and cinematic <laughs> quality. <laughs> Another powerhouse film. <laughs> Another cinema film. <laughs> Titans of industry. <laughs> Originality, telling stories, uh, and bringing them to life through the power of motion picture. Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, man. Um, 
got Matthew Lillard in it. That's I learned. So true. Joshua Hutcherson. That's so true. He's making bread. I think in that movie. His name's he's, Peter. He's trying. Peter. <laughs> Peter. He's trying to make bread in this movie because oh. he gets fired from his job. And oh. So he's like, I gotta make more bread so my daughter, not my daughter, my sister doesn't yeah. get taken away. Um. Yeah. I don't even know where to start. Ryan, you take this away. I don't know. So. Here's my here so oh man so <laughs> so here's the thing this movie is nothing for anyone who isn't like already obsessed with like Five Nights at and Freddy's the lore and such and, but like specifically the lore yeah and like back in the day when those games like first started being popular I liked watching you know let's players play them it was entertaining enough it killed time in between classes at school. But then, like, the games kept coming out, and, the lore, fast, and the lore got nonsensical. And I'm like, I just don't care anymore, because these are all the same thing. And these YouTubers, all they do is play Five Nights at Freddy's games or games that are like this, and that's nothing to me. So then, like, I fell off, and then I, you know, watched this with, uh, with my roommate, who had the same experience as me. And it's just, it's just nothing like there's nothing to this. It's just intertextuality of just of just internet, you know, influencers and catchphrases and just like lore that it expects you to know already going into it. So then like when you watch it, it it's just like, oh, and it's me the killer from the third game. And you're like, Yes, it's the killer from the third game. And it's like, who gives a shit? None of nothing led to this. Nothing is here. There's nothing to like. A, 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 a film needs to like work on its own and can't be reliant on, not even like nine years of games, but nine years of games in like an entire subculture of the internet that formed around them. You're telling me Martin Scorsese would not like Five Nights no, at Freddy's. No, he would fucking blow his brains out if someone even <laughs> tried to explain to him what the bite of '87 was. And and like it doesn't matter. None of this matters. These animatronics were made by the Jim Henson Workshop, and they look horrible. Really, that's sad. I know they they look horrible because they they care so much about making them look like the original game, but then they just look then then they look like three D models that are just walking around, and that's not scary. What would have been scary would have been like if they had like fur and matting, as if like they were an adaptation, actually, as if it was an adaptation of like. Willy's Wonderland is such a better movie than Hell a single yeah. one. Hell yeah. <laughs> because, like, this isn't even, like, a horror movie. Like, there's nothing scary. Like, a lady gets bitten in half. That's kind of funny. That's awesome. But, like, there's nothing scary about it. There's no, like, there's no, like, sense of dread that builds up because it's always trying to be, like, weirdly hopeful and, like, funny and silly. But, like, it's not that. It's, like, these haunted dolls and, like, a child predator and Joss Hutcherson's characters, like, you know what my main motivation is? I don't like people who kidnap kids. I know. Lock me up. I'm crazy. But I don't like that. That's not my thing. So he's a fucking psychopath. He was like, oh, I gotta kill child predators. Everyone wants to kill child predators. Except for other child predators. That's true. It, it just blows my mind how that's his only established characteristic. <laughs> he would buy one of those fucking Sound of Freedom shirts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> against child slavery. What the? I hope so. 
And then, like, he spends two nights at fucking Freddy's and nothing fucking happens. <laughs> two nights at Freddy's. <laughs> nothing happens! Until the third night, he's like, oh, I think there might be some wrong. And then on the fourth night, they all build a fucking pillow for it and do a fucking rom-com, like... Like, later, sort of like, oh my god, we're having so much fun. Me and my girlfriend I've known for two days, my sister and all these robots, who we know at this point have dead bodies stuffed into them. <laughs> what is going on? Who is this for? I know who this is for because I've seen so many things online of people cheering. People cheered at the Matt Pat cameo. I, I, I wanted to shoot myself. I did shoot myself. I had to physically pause the thing because I was so mad I had to leave. He said his goddamn catchphrase. They did such an awful workaround to make him say his goddamn catchphrase. What the hell is going on here? People are all like, we did it. We brought this life. You've done nothing. You've made something horrible. You've made a monstrosity that doesn't make sense on its own. It's nothing. The fucking cupcake did more than the other animatronic. It's a fucking cupcake. Is the cupcake possessed by its own spirit of a child? I don't know. Is it half of the other child? I don't know. No one knows. No one is explaining these things. I have no idea what you're talking about. Carrie went to the ghost movie. Oh my god. I thought it was alright. being like, I'm trying to tap into my dream memories, and I'm like, is that what the games are about? Is I don't that, think so. What is this? It's also like, that's not how dreams work, or how memories work. See, you didn't read that little stinky book he was carving around. That's what his little book no. is about. <laughs> his, little, his little book is about how everything you've ever seen ever is in your brain. You just get to dream about it every day. All science <laughs> disagrees with that. Um, excuse me. <laughs> Did you not see the book, Ryan? You had it with him all the time. How do you feel about that really weird Nebraska I shout out? It. I hated it. So, <laughs> what so, George, in this movie, Josh Hutcherson has a poster that says, visit... Pining for a good time? Visit Nebraska. Or now, pining for fun. Yeah, so people don't know. We're, we're Nebraska natives. <laughs> we're, we're, we, we have resided... Can't wait for the holdovers. We have, oh, we have resided... Yeah, we, have, we have resided here our whole lives. I can't think of a single... Like, if I had to make a list of, like, things that are in Nebraska... And pine trees. And pine trees <laughs> is not... Is nowhere near anything... <laughs> It's like, looking for a wide open field? Nebraska. Well, you know, Ryan, we do have the Arbor Day Lodge over in Nebraska City. Do you not know about that? No, I know that there are pine trees here. But, like, there is mostly apple trees. Yeah, it's apple trees, yeah. But, but like, like, we have it here. It's like, yeah, there's also snow in some parts of California. That does, it would be like, visit the snowy mountains of California. That's not what you're known for. <laughs> why is there a why is there a motivational <laughs> poster? Uh, I said in my review that I wished I could submit a a community note that would pop up. <laughs> that poster came up on Peacock. It's like no, <laughs> no. don't come to Nebraska if you're pining for a good time. <laughs> Um, Jesus Christ. Harry, this director also made a movie called The Wind, which you saw at one point. Oh, yeah, that movie was boring yeah, was as awesome. hell. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, that's great. Uh, 
But yeah, this movie was very clearly made for babies. Yeah. <laughs> so when I'm watching it, I'm like, yeah, a baby would like this. I don't know. It's not necessarily for me, but... What, like, pisses me off is, like, what made, like, that first game, like, interesting is because, like, for one, like, the more was very, like, you know, to the side. That wasn't the point of it. But it was just, like, oh, there's these creepy animatronics and they're probably haunted. And that's such a fucking easy concept to make a movie about. Fucking. Ah. Oh, come on, George. Sorry. I'm in I the was middle. playing a trailer for The Wizard's <laughs> Return. Alex versus Alex. Oh, why were you? Why? <laughs> George is getting a little bored. Okay, okay. So this director. <laughs> this director made Wizard's Return. Yeah. Alex versus Alex. This director is working on a movie called Dollhouse, which is like a black swan, but with fashion. And that has been produced by Selena Gomez. And then I clicked on Selena Gomez, and then that's what it's playing. Oh, okay, that's fair. Anyways, can we move on from Five Nights at Freddy's? <laughs> that's fine. No, all I, I gotta say I gotta is... I gotta talk about the poster more. All I gotta say <laughs> is a movie about haunted animatronics in a weird Chuck E. Cheese is the easiest thing to make. And I can't believe they messed it up. Also, side note, Carrie, I just remembered that they're bad about. So they're in this <laughs> they're in this small town, all right? And this horrible tragedy happened like 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. No one knows about it. People go to this, they're like, whoa, what's this place? It happened 13 years ago. How do you not know about that? What the hell? <laughs> this is Haddonfield. I was thinking this is Haddonfield. Haddonfield, they're talking, they're bitching about it every other goddamn yeah. day. Yes, and that was for adults. This was six children who died in a Chuck E. Cheese. You wouldn't never forget about that. If this happened anywhere else, they would have torn that place down. I understand why, in the context of the movie, they didn't. But how do you not know? How do you walk into this place like, let's let's trash this place because we hate that guy who hates child predators. <laughs> I guess. And then it's like, what's with all these animatronics? Boo, 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 boo. What the hell? How do you I not see. know? It makes no sense. Oh my God. I have a headache. Anyway. <laughs> Goddamn movie. Good luck to Josh Hutcherson. I hope uh, you continue to get work, buddy. Yeah. Um, good luck to you. That's all the movies of October. What a time. Five Nights at Freddy's sweeping the nation at the box office. Yeah. Um, it is very interesting how much money it's made. Maybe it's because nobody has Peacock. Uh, as opposed I do. To, um, <laughs> there you go. Anyways, but we still have time, uh, even though Ryan took up all of it talking about Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> We want October is usually a time where you know we we make a list of horror movies we want to knock out that we haven't gotten around to, and uh, we finally find the time to watch it. And any movies, you, any horror movies you don't watch, it's like fuck it, I'll wait another year to watch them. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're gonna talk about some movies that we saw in our backlogs for Spooky uh, that uh, we're like, huh, uh, that's pretty, that's something, and we want to share with you. The movie I had when this idea was brought to attention was a movie called P Two. That I wrote down here. P2, a movie came out in 2007. It is a horror movie about uh, being stuck in a parking garage with a stalker. Ooh. Um, I don't know why this movie did nothing when it came out. I remember seeing the trailer. like, that's a great concept because I'm always creeped out when they go in a big parking garage and it's the middle of the night and I have to go in there. It's very terrifying. And if I was a woman, I'd find it horrifying. <laughs> um... So yeah, that's the setup for this movie. It's Christmas, uh, so she's the last person to get out of the office because she's stayed late. 
Um, and then the car doesn't start, and this guy's a little, little weird. The guy from the Hunger Games with the weird West mustache. Bentley. <laughs> yes, Bentley. That's Seneca Crane, baby. <laughs> He's a little weird. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, th- I thought, I thought, um, it doesn't break new ground, but I think for its setup, uh, I think it delivers on the setup of like, what if this happened? It, yeah, it works for me. Um, it, I produced and written by Alexandra Aja, who oh. would go on to do Piranha and Crawl. And did he do mirrors as well? That sounds yeah, the one with Kafer Sutherland. Yeah, that sounds he like sure a did. bad movie. That also. movie was not great, <laughs> okay. but also kind of awesome. Right. <laughs> it was like very stupid, but some of the like gore setups, I was like, whoa, whoa. So yeah, watch the unrated version of Mirrors. But yeah, uh, and then I so yeah, I I saw this movie on a whim. I was. Looking at the free movie channels on my TV, and I was like, fuck it, I have an hour and a half before going to bed, and I clicked on it, and then I got my first dad, and I was like, I can't do this, because it's like, there's no, like, black screen ad, just seamless, just immediately, like, nope. That's my favorite about those free (laughs) free channels, is they just, they don't care. No, just (laughs) just like, in the middle of this thing. There you go. Uh, and so then I went to then I went to a, a Daily Motion and I oh, found somebody who uploaded the yeah. whole movie <laughs> and I watched it there. Um, but yeah, P two, check it out. It seems like it's that sounds cool. Yeah, I have n- I had never heard of that. When I, I saw it on the notes. Yeah, it was a it was a summit release. I don't know if it was pre Twilight or right mm. after Twilight, but yeah, I was shocked. The movie did nothing. Made like a few million dollars. Nobody remembers it or anything. Like, it's getting a Blu-ray release in France this year. Hey. A limited Blu-ray <laughs> release. <laughs> Otherwise, it's only on DVD or stream. So there you go. I'm in. Check it out. Carrie, what'd you got here? I put Cure, a movie that I had always meant Ooh. to watch. I did not. They showed it at the Alamo semi-recently. They showed yeah. it for their, I think it was for their horror selections for October, but I didn't get the chance to go. But uh, it is a... Uh, Kiyoshi Kurosawa movie and it is about this detective and there are these the series of killings that seem to be not related but then we come to find out that everyone who has murdered someone was having a conversation with this one guy beforehand and we see this guy and he seems to have like some really odd super short-term memory loss and he doesn't know who he is yada yada and our main character her his wife is struggling with some mental problems she has some schizophrenia so it's just about him balancing his uh trying to figure out this case with his tumultuous home life and this unknown third party who is somehow related to all these murders and it's just a ver- it's the this director also did Pulse, which I also watched this year, but uh, it's a very. I don't know if I want to. And call Sweet it. Home. I didn't know he did Sweet Home. Okay. <laughs> uh, Sweet Home was I. I just thought it's just a, if you're a video game nerd, it's a horror movie that came out in '89, and the the guy who made Resident Evil eventually like, made like an NES like video game of it, and essentially it's like a precursor to Resident Evil. Oh, very oh. weird. Interesting, but yeah, it's it's a very uh you. I don't know how to put it. It's like subtle in a way where 
it's just unnerving and very creepy and very you get you get drawn into the film and it doesn't it doesn't like try and scare you i don't even know if it technically counts as a horror movie but it's just super unnerving and the the sound use it we're big sound heads here sometimes and the sounds in this movie are top notch mm. just because it has a lot to do with uh uh hypnotism and mm. uh some really really insanely good sound design and great long take scenes that end up with something horrible happening <laughs> and uh great time what a great film ryan you saw this during a covid I, I, I have seen this movie. It's been a while, and I, and I want to rewatch it. Now it's had a Criterion release recently. Yeah, I watched it, baby. And I want to, I want to acquire this Blu-ray at some point to rewatch it. I should have brought it. I could have lent it out. Well, I didn't think about it. Too late now. I know. Yeah. We'll never yeah. see each other again. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. After you tore apart my favorite movie, Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, no. <laughs> and Dix the Musical. Nah. <laughs> Dix was a much more respectful bull. Well, obviously. Yeah, but Finance of Fridays, if you like that movie, I hate you. <laughs> Real quick, listener. So, again, this is always lore. We always have a TV on. It's playing movie trailers. A movie trailer for The Sixth Day played, which is a movie that has haunted my brain since I was a child. And a movie I haven't, I've been meaning to watch again because I'm like, I don't remember it. It's a movie where Arnold, it's a late Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Uh-huh. This is Mission Impossible 2 now. But where. Well, we know that. It's a sci fi <laughs> movie where, like, there's clones and Arnold Schwarzenegger realizes his life has been stolen by a clone. <laughs> there's a lady that's got blue hair. I don't know. It's like. Uh, what. There's a weird point of sci fi in the late 90s and the 2000s. Again, which I've mentioned before, like. We don't know what the 2000s are going to be. Oh, yeah, this came out in the year 2000. Yeah, oh, in the year no. 2000. <laughs> so yeah, so that's what reminded me to rewatch it because I remember really thinking it's wild as a child. Maybe because <laughs> I was a child, though. Anyways, Sixth Day, not for that. Not the movie Ryan saw. <laughs> Ryan, why? We're supposed to put good movies on here, Ryan. So Ryan <laughs> is just so filled with piss and vinegar and anger that he can't <laughs> no, like no. movies anymore. So... <laughs> So, uh, I watch. I watch quite a lot of stuff. I make. I make a. I make a spooky list every year, and I watch as much. And there wasn't a lot that really like, got me passionate this year. I think the one on my list I liked the most was Symphony for Mr. Vengeance. Oh no, that's a slapper. Which was very good. But then, like, nothing else really inspired me. But I just wanted to shortly talk about uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, which I watched out of morbid curiosity. Um, which, if you don't know, is the now legal, because it's now public domain, Winnie the Pooh reimagined as a horror movie. And I read that people were like, this is not a good movie. And it's like, well, I'm still curious. <laughs> I need to judge that. <laughs> um, and yeah, this is a bad movie. This is <laughs> this is just dreadful. It's um, a Christopher... Christopher Robin, you know, he's friends with these, you know, little animals, but when he goes off to college, he, you know, leaves them, and instead of them being all like, oh, thank you, Christopher, for all the good times, they go crazy, and they eat Eeyore. <laughs> oh, no! See, I don't want to watch this. That's, It'll just yeah. make me sad. It'll and also, like... I thought Christopher Robin went to the war. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's a modern retelling. What have done gone to Iraq? <laughs> Oh, right, I forgot. We're, we're talking about Christopher Robin, though, yeah. the live-action film. I don't know, Ryan. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. They didn't have Christopher Robin going to the Iraq before. He's very funny, though. 
But he returns years later with his wife. He's like, these were my best friends growing up, and they're just like men. I know. I was like, why are they men? They're just they're just men in masks. <laughs> they just kill, and like, when and like they they kill Christopher Robin and his wife, and then like it like cuts to like these like five hot chicks staying out of the Airbnb that's what? right outside the. <laughs> That's right outside the Hundred Acre Woods, which you'd think it'd get bad reviews considering that there's two homicidal, because it's just Piglet and... I'm going to look this up. Because it's just Piglet and Winnie um, in this movie. But <laughs> Winnie. Whitney. <laughs> Whitney. Sorry, my voice no, is... I'm just, no, I'm just... No one ever calls him Winnie. <laughs> I just call him Pooh or Pooh. <laughs> no, he's Winnie. His name's Winnie. His name's Winnie the, his name's Winnie the Pooh. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm okay, sorry, okay. Ryan. Go ahead. Wait, five hot chicks, Airbnb. You'd think it'd have worse reviews considering that there's two homicidal monsters outside. Um, and it's just them staying them there and they get killed a lot. Um, and also, Winnie has the power to control bees. Of course he does. He has the power to... There's two times where it's unexplained. Someone's right away and he summons a swarm of bees and attacks them. And I'm just like... Listen, I haven't really watched a lot of Winnie the Pooh since I was very young, but I feel like I would have remembered if that was an established piece of his lore. If he could summon and control How bees. do you think he eats all that honey without getting stung? I don't know, <laughs> Carrie. I, I'm so tired. I don't know why he does these things, but it's not good. But it has a sequel, and the director said he wants to make a shared universe with a weird Bambi spinoff. What the hell? And I'm just like, no one liked this wasn't good. <laughs> People know why. <laughs> huh? Um, but yeah, wouldn't recommend. It is on Peacock, though. I was going to say, I heard that it's streaming somewhere now. Yeah, Peacock. <laughs> I gotta get, to, gotta get to Peacock for all my scary bear movies. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, uh, that's what we recommend and had a good time <laughs> watching in October. I don't know. Uh, if you have more of a curiosity like me, I would I would not touch Winnie the Pooh. This wouldn't have happened if you had watched Serial Mom, because you'd have been like, ah, oh, now that's a nice one. I, I, I did want to watch Serial Mom, but now I have to wait till next year. <laughs> no, <Rip>. no, no, no. <laughs> Carrie, you have to either force me or what's happening next year. And watch this. Oh, I'm so sorry. You have to watch Serial Mom again. <laughs> I watched this lady get ran over in this clip from Wayne the Pooh Blend. Yeah, yeah, she does get ran over. Yeah, that's weird. Anyways, November. The year's almost over, folks. Um, November. We're gonna get. Uh, oh, I was gonna. I was gonna say it's usually when we get a lot of the Academy Award uh, sort well. of things. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, but Priscilla, uh, Sofia Coppola's next movie comes out. Uh, Based on the life of Priscilla Presley. Um, it's like Elvis, but not about Elvis. Elvis Priscilla. too. Elvis too. Priscilla. Priscilla. <laughs> um, yeah, that's out there. Uh, the Marvels, baby. I can't wait till Ryan regales us with the story. <laughs> of... Ryan yells at us about <laughs> the Marvels. I was thinking about this because I looked at some screenings and there's some 3D screenings. No. And I'm just like, if I want to really avoid seeing this movie with other people, I might see this in 3D. Um, so I'll let you know how that goes. Well, good luck, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> there are no 3D screenings in Alamo, though, so good luck with that. There are. Are there? Yeah. No. I saw them. Yeah, he's right. There, <laughs> you are right. There is nobody There is nobody in these 3D screenings right now. Exactly. At all. I don't think there's anybody... 
any of the screenings. Well, Jerry, the thing is, I want to avoid people. There are two people at a 7 p.m. Uh, that's probably, the that, that's oh, probably wow. my boss and her husband. Uh, <laughs> uh, again, not, uh, you know, the expectations at Marvel at this point and... Uh, I think the main problem is nobody wanted to make this. Also, it seems like maybe uh, uh, Brie Larson, but yeah, there was good intentions. But after I, a while. I think they just like you know they they churned out too much and people got sick of it. And also, a lot of stuff they turned out wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. Nita Costa though, people liked. Uh, well, I yeah. didn't like the Candyman, but it was fine. It was I, all right. I think. I think. Yeah, like, you liked it. Yeah, I yeah, think. I, I thought it was as all right. like a director, she did very well. And I just think mm-hmm. it, you know. Yeah. Let's, let's see. I'll see it in 3D. Great. For the fans. <laughs> um, It's a wonderful knife. Woo. I don't know what this is. I think it's a shutter. Oh, I can't remember what this thing was. That it's a knife. Hold on. I put it on there and I was like, I'm going to refresh myself. Because I watched the trailer with my friend, but I don't remember exactly what it was. I don't see the shutter let's logo. I think see. it's just coming out. <laughs> it's somewhere. Uh, after saving her town from a psychotic killer, Winnie Carruthers' life is less than wonderful. When she wishes she'd never been born, she finds herself in a nightmare parallel universe where without her, things could be much, much worse. So, it's just it's oh, a wonderful, it's a wonderful life, life, but, but there's a, killer. a slasher. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, unrelated to that, but movies, I, I saw Black Christmas last night. Oh. The original Black Christmas. And now I'm realizing movie. that it's coming out on Alamo next in December, and I could have just oh, waited. Uh, good movie! Turns out. Uh, I'm going to see that they're doing a Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 1 and Part 2 mm-hmm. double feature. Garbage day. Exactly. Things of that nature. <laughs> I've never seen the first one, from, but, but from my understanding, the second movie, the first like 40-ish minutes are just clips from the, the first, first movie. movie, so it's going to be so funny to watch a double feature of those two. I'm excited. I'm still undecided if I want to. I kind of want to join you for that. It's going to be hilarious. Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, I watched that for the first time earlier this year, and I'm like, now that's a fucking masterpiece right there. You watched that for the first time earlier this year? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I want to ask me more questions. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry that I don't just watch trash and then yell about it on the internet. No, it's just like it's just like it's a Christmas movie, and you're like earlier this year. Yeah, it's like Easter. Time isn't real, Ryan. That, I don't care. I'm, I'm the one who knows that more. Cinema than is real, Ryan. Uh, listen, cinema will live us all. Oh no. Uh, speaking of seasonal holiday uh, horror movies, Thanksgiving. Woo-hoo. Eli Roth, baby. Uh, you this... think he'd call it Thanksgiving? I think the original was the one in the trailer was called Thanksgiving. So this is uh, paying off on a very, very old bit uh, in the Grindhouse uh, movie, the one with Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino double feature. There are some fake trailers in the middle of those movies for Machete and a movie called Don't and Thanksgiving. Um, and I guess Eli Roth, after all those years uh no one like it is a long time ago they've made two machete movies <laughs> that's how long it's been uh they're finally making the actual thanksgiving themed horror movie about a town somewhere in the upper east coast mm-hmm. um they celebrate thanksgiving it's like oh we were like you know like one of the first people thanksgiving is a big deal here because of pilgrims probably can't man i don't know uh, <laughs> yeah you, you, you know <laughs> Point being, I don't like Eli Roth. And I think at some point someone proved that Eli Roth is kind of a piece of shit. I don't remember. But I'll watch this because 
Why the fuck not? You know? <laughs> Hell yeah. I and agree. Now, and it's been such a long bit. I want to. I probably it. won't be busy that day. So, <laughs> will he reproduce the? Have you seen the trailer for Thanksgiving? The original. The Mm-mm. okay, great. I'm very curious if there's a specific death scene. This very Eli Roth that is in that. You and I'm, about the cheerleader. Yeah, I'm talking about the cheerleader. I, so, it's in the trailer. Oh, is it? I, I didn't see. So. I saw. I didn't see a red band. So maybe that's why. Well, well, there is a cheerleader on a trampoline, so I assume, oh, okay, I assume okay. that's going to be that. <laughs> oh, great. Eli Roth, keep at it. Keep on doing what you're doing. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, I'll watch that shit. Anyways, uh, I will now be watching this shit, The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. You know what, Ryan? I take it back. I do watch garbage. <laughs> I love it on the internet. Wait, are you going to actually watch this? I have to. Oh, man. I have to know. So well, I get where, where Ryan's coming from a little bit, but this is from like a deep-seated... Hunger well, Games was my favorite thing for such a long time, and now they're gonna just shit all over it. But everyone <laughs> seems to love it, so I'm like, oh no. So I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't want to be that person and be like, no, it's good, but you're all wrong. But it has Hunter Schaefer somehow. And yeah, she's cool. I, don't know. I had no, I haven't seen her in any promotional. I just saw it on Letterboxd, and I was like, oh. Yeah, she's playing Tigress, obviously. Oh my god, she's playing Tigress? Okay, great. Who is this? She's a fucking tiger lady. You remember the last Hunger Games movie? So you remember in the when they're hiding? <sighs> yeah, and she just shows the up. And they, they're like, we can hide here. And they go into this like fashion house bunker and they go down and there's a lady who's got all these super mods on her skin and her face to make her look like a tiger. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, you know that character who's in that one scene of that movie. You remember that. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hunter so, Schaefer. Well, it's not Hunter Schaefer in oh. that movie, but in this movie it is. But uh, when you read Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, it's revealed that that character is President Snow's cousin. Who cares? Not me, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, the but it's so it's very funny. But me, I just remember showing Greg those movies, and uh, Tigress walks in. And he's like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> and I'm like, "That's Tigress. She looks like a cat." And he's like, "What? Why?" <laughs> and I'm like, "You know, it's I the capital. They're all weird." I I watched these with you. And I have no this. There is nothing. I remember this very here. well. <laughs> there is nothing. <laughs> it, 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 she's a very minor character in the. Well, I mean whatever but like see it's just very funny that she's uh they it's very prequely of them to be like no actually she's a very important character yeah. and she's um, in this um, 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 <laughs> Voldemort snake was actually this woman this whole time <laughs> oh, and it's like who gives a shit that was so stupid why would anyone care no. Who cares? why do why do people do this with people who, <laughs> that character that was nothing <laughs> turns out they were my dad. I'm trying to think of a it's good like, prequel. Good prequel. Pearl. Pearl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that Pearl. Can't read Pearl. And Ryan I don't, I don't like, Pearl. like that movie, so. You know I don't like that movie. You just got to relax. I respect it, but I don't like whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, come down. <laughs> whoa. Anyways. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, this movie is, uh... I'm fascinated to see the box enemy. office. I'm excited to see the box office, because I have I'm no idea. I'm fascinated they got a SAGA interim deal on this. Yeah, I got a SAGA interim deal to promote this That's movie. That's crazy. But, and it's weird to me, like, are any of these people that famous? I don't know what he is. I don't know I mean, Viola Davis and Peter Dinklage, but... Oh my god, yeah, Viola Davis is <laughs> 
<laughs> but of like our main. This is like when Kate Winslet was in those Divergent movies. <laughs> <laughs> those stink ass movies. Yeah. She was in those. Movies. I forgot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yikes. Anyways, we'll trolls band together. Trolls. I is trolls fucking huge. Yes, I like it is. So. I think okay. kids love from trolls. all the marketing tie-ins and shit. I'm getting. I'm like, this movie's huge. I think I have the vibe <laughs> that this movie is huge. And I guess was it like because World Tour came out right at the start of the pandemic. Yes, and yeah. it was like that's the movie that everybody saw or something. What happened? So I think. Well, I remember I watched that movie because Greg really wanted to watch it, and so mm. I I fucking twenty dollar rented it for his birthday. <laughs> I was like, this movie is not very good, but. He liked it, and he's excited for the next one. So very popular with children and Greg. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think people really like those movies, so... I'm gonna look at the box office for Trolls. We got Justin well. Timberlake, I baby. I really, really hate Justin Timberlake. Just in general? Yes. <laughs> I didn't like... I mean, I didn't like him much. I didn't have a reason to not like him, and then, you know, this Britney Spears stuff came out. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's not great. Anyways, Trolls! One. Let me see Trolls. Trolls one made three hundred forty six million. So yeah, it must have been that it made it did crazy once it went digital. Mm, okay. Mm -hmm. Anyways, trolls, check them out. Uh next goal wins. Is this the Taika Watiti movie? Yes. With so, Michael Fassbender, the killer himself. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Guys, look out. Um yeah, it's it uh, looks funny. It's got a soccer team that never fucking wins, and Michael Fassbender's a coach who not very good at his job and then they're going to like take him off like the, his license or some shit i don't know unless you can turn this team it's right. bad news some, bears yeah some sports, <laughs> sports movie nonsense it's some sports movie nonsense with taika watiti <laughs> and michael fassbender um yeah i want to watch this could this be fun. okay could be bad yeah. could be okay could be bad i've seen thor love and thunder it's not good <laughs> a horrible yeah. movie um yeah. i like how uh, like we all love this movie but then one movie is like it was really because it was very cringe. That's it was, yes, and like I agree. It's just, it's just weird how one movie can just like takes, baby sour everything. <laughs> well, again, problem when you make big movie. bank energy Thor Love and Thunder. <laughs> problem when you make the the movie like your whole personality and how good. I mean, the last one was very good. So he should quote about that. That one, the Ragnarok, Ragnarok. was, was yeah. very good, but still. Anyway, Wish. Does anyone know anything about Disney and Pixar's Wish apart from the title? I don't think Wish. it's a Pixar movie. Is it just Disney Animation? I think it's Disney Animation. Does anyone know about the Disney Animation I movie Witch? Another if, Disney Animation movie that is set out to die. I think if... This is what I'm thinking of. This is for the, it's their 100th year. And they said that they, for their 100th year, they wanted to make a movie about the star from the Disney logo. That's what it looks like. It looks yeah. like... This feels like a big deal. Yeah. But they're not treating it like it. Marketing wise, they've never treat they they don't market. They don't do that. They anymore. don't market because their movies come out. They don't make any. Carrie money. seems distressed. The star, yes, the star <laughs> from the Disney logo. Okay, okay. Yes, it's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. It's like they came up with this idea after the writers left to Are strike. Are we gonna get a movie about the little Pixar lamp too? I mean, <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, somebody somewhere in the world was like, what if we just did Fantasia again? Well, we did Fantasia 2000, and that sucked. Nobody liked it. So, no, we're fired. Get out of here. We're what doing a movie it? about the star. And it's like, but what's it going to be about? The star! Start drawing, <laughs> idiot! It sounds like the emoji movie. 
<laughs> I also remember reading that this they originally wanted this to be a return to 2D animation for the And then they camp. gave up. And then oh. they said it was too hard. <laughs> Can you fucking believe that? I mean, it's I believe too, that they, they no, didn't. Yeah, I, I, believe I believe it's hard to draw, yes, but if if you're trying to celebrate something, at least care. You <laughs> yeah. know? That's I very do, difficult. I do believe that they didn't care enough. That's very difficult. Oh, that's crazy. So yeah, that's the vibe I got from just the poster. I mean, the poster doing a job is like, this feels like it's a big deal. But I know nothing about it. So no one's going to see it until yeah, it comes on Disney Plus and then... And then, and then you'll go on TikTok and there'll be a thousand kids dancing to, howdy, this to streaming. a song. And you'll be like, what's happening? <laughs> but does that result in money? No. This streaming business seems like, it a, seems like it was a bad, big mistake. Idea, bad yeah. idea. Bad it's idea. Great. It, well, it, then now they're all reverting to showing ads like between stuff. So we're just going back it's to TV. television. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yep. yep. Isn't that awesome? Great. Nope. <laughs> oh, no. Saltburn, Emerald Fennels. Saltburn, starring Ooh. Barry Keoghan and apparently... Uh, big time superstar. Big time superstar. I've got his name already. Big, big, big man. Big Tall guy. Jacob, Jacob Lordy. There it is. Um, Lordy, yeah. I hardly know he. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll watch this. I have no... I think that... I have no idea how to read this movie because the first trailer, the to- the tone was more coming of age, and the second trailer was more thriller, sexy, sexy thriller. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Roseman Pike, what are you doing yeah, here? Carrie Mulligan's back. Uh, I don't know. Wait, Carrie Mulligan's in that? Mm-hmm. Oh, she has one shot in the newer trailer. Oh. She's the lady with the big red hair. Oh well. She's like, oh, how dreadful, or something like no. that. <laughs> That's her. That's her, that's her life. <laughs> but yeah, I'll see this. I, I still love Promising Young Woman, so I have faith in this director. No matter how much the internet tells me I shouldn't. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? You were going to say how much you were excited for the next movie on the list. No, I was going to say that I think it's um interesting that, I mean, whatever. Good luck to Emerald. This I mean, isn't like, what I would think she put, would make after. Well, yeah, and that's what she put the director, like, bam. It's yeah. me. Um, good luck to you. I just, I wouldn't have done that for my sophomore movie. Because I was like, that's a lot of pressure. Right. Yeah. But, you Especially know, with, like, the way the trailers are, it's like, eh, like, like, it slowly spells out her so name. Yeah. <laughs> so I, do like, I do like the style of the trailers. I do vibe with them. So we'll see. See what What's Rosen Pike doing there? I don't know. I'm don't excited know. to find out. I'm very confused. Then that's why I'm gonna take it. <laughs> oh fuck my life. Napoleon, Ridley Scott. Every the, all the salt and I'm the first to admit it when I make a mistake. <laughs> I simply never, never do. do. I never do. <laughs> what do you mean? All the piss and vinegar people give Martin Scorsese should be this directed towards Ridley Scott. I mean, honestly. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> And that's not this, that I hate. This fucking guy. He's just the most annoying, and his track record is not. Is <laughs> at least cool. like recent. Like he made Blade Runner and Alien, and I like those movies. Yes, a lot. he made very good movies, but he also made Exodus, and he also that's made The House of Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you know. <laughs> I forgot about that. How did you possibly forget when I mean, we are? I forgot that it was a Ridley Scott. Oh, film, oh yes, I it was. Say. I remember House of Gucci. We are very on, well. the, on the. He made House of Gucci in the last duel in the same year. That's crazy. Hardest working man in Hollywood. Some, Some people say it's still it. not hard enough. I also sometimes confused him with uh, Michael Mann. 
Oh. Director Ferrari. That's my number one. Oh my god, I can't fucking worry. Holy shit. I'm so excited for how excited George is. Holy shit. Anyways, I will not be watching Napoleon. Do not talk to me about Napoleon. Even though I have to talk about this podcast, nobody here watches Napoleon. year old white men rise up and then sit down in your seat because it hurts to stand up. He's not even that impressive when you look back on his accomplishments. Like, Like, in the grand scheme of accomplishments, at the time, sure. <laughs> He's not like Alexander the Great. You made Prometheus. No, not really Scott. I'm talking about Napoleon. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you was really and really Scott. No, don't you No, that is fair about Napoleon. It's just like, like, who is he? I don't care enough. He's small. That's the only thing I know is, is memes of him being small. But, like, was he? I know the song. Or was this everyone was smaller back then? I know the song then. Waterloo by Abba. <laughs> These are my Napoleon facts. He's French. <laughs> That's true. I don't care. <laughs> Anyways, I don't want to watch that. Uh, he made Thelma and Louise, you know, not Napoleon, Ridley Scott. Uh, <laughs> dream scenario. <laughs> Dream Scenario 84, Nicolas Cage. I am excited for this movie. I would like to not watch this trailer anymore, please. I would like a second trailer to be released. Yes, I please. am happy to keep watching okay, this trailer. Well, no, I like this trailer. I'm a trailer ass bitch, though. I like so. trailers too. I'm just don't. I'm just. I just. I'm over this trailer. I just. Fair give me another fair, one. Fair. We have gotten fair. it every single time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There are a few trailers you show it to me every single time I'm popping off. I'm trying to think, what was the last trailer? I was like, let's go. Probably The Matrix Resurrection. I was going to say Kyoto's The Flower Moon because I... That I, first show is incredible. I, I always look I to you and you're always mouthing all the words. Oh, like, it's, it's very good. Um, anyways, what was I talking about? Dream scenario. Yeah, I'm excited. I'll it watch fun. it. It looks great. It's good. Um, Sign for Nick Cage to finally get his Oscar win. He's not I don't know about Oscar, that. Right? I mean, fucking Adam Sandler didn't get one for Anka Gems, so I don't Didn't he win an Oscar? He's definitely for, winning an Oscar. Uh, the, the one where he plays an alcoholic leaving Las Vegas? Maybe. Uh, I don't think he's won, though. I just see. feel like if he's won an Oscar, it would I'm... be over Willy's Wonderland starring Oscar no. winner. <laughs> yes, no, they would. They... Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I'm 100%. He has 100% won. There's yeah. not a chance in hell. Yes, leaving Las Vegas and adaptation. Oh, he's okay. nominated for adaptation. <laughs> But did he win? No, he was win- He won for leaving Las Vegas. Oh, okay. the one I said. Yeah. I am surprised they don't lead with that more. Because everyone knows. Because everyone knows, yeah, at this point. At a certain point, it's, it's, just, it's just a name. It's just Listen, a name. whenever Leonardo DiCaprio takes a shit, That's I just hear like, Oscar winner, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, because we have to keep being reminded. So we're like, why the fuck is this guy? Oh, yeah, for the Revenant. Because we all got tired of those memes and we're like, fine, do the Revenant. It doesn't matter. Anyways, God. with that, that is, uh, oh, yeah, we mentioned it last month because I thought it was coming out in October, but the holdovers all comes out in November. I thought it came out in October. It actually comes out in November. I don't know what, I, I don't know. My bad. Anyways, the holdovers, Paul Giamatti, he's going to be cranky. Mm-hmm. I am the rhino. Um, that's, that's November. God, I wish we got more of his rhino. Mm. It was so good. Uh, one day, the footage of, um. What's her name? Also in Ferrari, who was supposed to be in Spider-Man. Oh, Shane, Shailene Shane Woodley. Woodley. One day yeah. the play is gonna leak. There's like one still of like her as Mary Jane talking to him as Peter, mm. and that's it. Wow, someday. Ooh, someday. I'm surprised that's not on a DVD somewhere. Oof. Cause like they filmed it. Yeah. <laughs> it's there. It's out there. 
Anyways, November. Um, if folks want to keep up with your thoughts on Napoleon Carey. Is anyone here actually going to watch Napoleon? I will. All right, cool. Carey, where can folks find Unless this? you really don't. No, you can go I'll ahead. keep it a secret. It's three hours of your life. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I like you. Vanessa Kirby, and she looks awful in that movie. Like, Vanessa Kirby, you look like a sexy, mysterious European lady. Can you be wispy and sexy and weird? <laughs> she said, yo. <laughs> Listen, if it was, I really do enjoy Joaquin Phoenix. So if it wasn't him i probably wouldn't give a shit i mm. barely give a shit now <laughs> but uh you can find me at letterbox just by searching my first name carrie k-a-r-r-i-e that's me mm-hmm. <laughs> he was in the village right then uh-huh mm-hmm. saw the village you know? i love him uh ryan i'm at letterbox.com slash film piece that is me um i write reviews on movies sure <laughs> That's what you want to call that. No, they're not. No, is they're... that one he calls it? <laughs> no, they're almost always just like, oh yeah, watch this. Uh, here's the first thing that shot into my head. And you, you can follow me at jcruzalvarez26. Will I rewatch the final girls finally? Will I watch Black Christmas 2006? The answer to those questions is maybe. Um, until next time, bye bye